I pledge myself to the pod. Loyal I'll always be. A P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Hello and welcome back to In Omnia Paratus. I'm Jay, like the letter. And I'm Angela, also known as AVO. We are two Gilmore stands diving into our own past and present, evaluating if we were ever truly ready for anything. We discuss all things from problematic school dances to what no one prepares you for after college. Listen for tales of elusive college boys and coworkers more high-strung than Paris Geller. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Jay, how's your day going? My start to the day of pre-rest is not bad. That's good. I have cookies. Do you have cookies? should be getting hot chocolate in a few hours. For today's lovely topic, we're going to be talking about something everyone is super excited for. The inauguration. But not really the inauguration. Our slates for who we would pick for the new administration. We're not changing the president and vice president because the people have spoken and have decided those. But for the 15 executive cabinet divisions, we went ahead and put some of our picks. Some are human, some aren't human apparently, (laughs) some are real people, some are characters. And just a little disclaimer, please do not take these seriously. This is mostly for entertainment purposes. Everything we say that these positions are in charge of or budgets or anything was taken off the website of the White House, both under, under the 2016 administration as well as the previous administration. So I did double check the definitions and kind of what these are. Always feel free to do extra research on these, but this is pretty accurate to what these positions are in charge of and what they do. So we kind of wanted it to be a little like fun with like a hint of education. I'm really excited because Jay and I have been going back and forth over who we think has the better slate and we actually don't know. I didn't know what a slate was until our sorority elections. Like I could assume in context, but I'd never really understood what it was. I always associated slates kind of being the same thing as like a fantasy football bracket being the same with like other things. Oh, okay. It's where you put names in and you talk about it. I mean, not entirely inaccurate. Like most of the things I say, not totally inaccurate. (laughs) Okay, so a little quick rundown. The cabinet includes the vice president, which I didn't know, and the heads of 15 executive departments, all under the executive branch. The president, as we all know, implements and enforces laws written by Congress, appoints the heads of federal agencies, including the cabinet. The vice president is there mostly in case the president dies. I was trying to think of a more graceful way to put that, but there really wasn't one. The cabinet and independent federal agencies are responsible for the day-to-day enforcement and administration of federal law and they have missions responsibilities yeah anything to add honest okay honestly i do have to admit there were two departments here that i had no idea what they were so this has been so this has been educational all around for us definitely because there were things that i thought were under one department but were actually under another exactly and we're only talking about the main 15 right now i will say this is not speaking for angela nor our podcast brand as a whole me jay personally likes the diversity they are seeing under the president-elect in two or three days president biden's administration i think he really is putting his money where his mouth is and putting in people in his cabinet who reflect america as a whole i agree i think that so far president-elect biden and vice president-elect harris have done a great job at seeking out diversity and very well-educated people who i think will probably do a very good job and scene there we go (laughs) let's get into the cabinet the first 
the secretary of agriculture who runs the department of agriculture they develop and execute policies on farming agriculture food it aims to meet the needs of farmers ranchers promoting agriculture trade and production assuring food safety protecting natural resources fostering rural communities and ending hunger in america and abroad the usda employs more than a hundred thousand people and has an annual budget of 95 billion dollars and has 17 different agencies under it the usda plays an important role in overseeing aid programs by providing surplus food to developing countries i think it's pretty clear i think it's pretty clear who should run the department of agriculture none other than mr jackson belleville i don't know who angela put but i feel like that was the like one like gimme like we should have both gotten i did for those who don't watch Gilmore Girls, Jackson Belleville is Suki, or as some of you, or maybe most of you might know her as, Melissa McCarthy's husband. He, they met through Jackson being the fruit and vegetable supplier for the inn Suki is the chef at. He's very protective, very careful with his fruits and vegetables. He doesn't want to sell bad ones. He's done some cool things in modifying fruits and kind of combining them. He made like a guava that looked like a strawberry or something he has set up a greenhouse so he could do like tomatoes year round he slept in his zucchini patch to make sure they were okay just a man very in touch with what he grows and i think he would do a great job overseeing that on a larger scale across america i agree i also put jackson down and i think you hit all of his great points the one thing i do want to know though is that when we say genetically modifying food it's safely genetically modifying he's not altering it in a lab he's just cross-pollinating to see what he can come up with. Is correct. And Angela, who do we have next? Alrighty. Our next department is the Department of Commerce, and this is the government agency tasked with improving the living standards and promoting economic and social development and technological innovation for all Americans. They're in charge of a number of services, including issuing patents and trademarks, ensuring the effective use of scientific and technological resources. They formulate telecommunications and technology policy for the U.S. and assist in promoting exports and enforcing international trade agreements. This department has a $6.5 billion budget and oversees approximately 38,000 employees. And as the Secretary of Commerce, I nominate Ryan Reynolds. I heard Ann Reynolds. I'm going to assume that said Ryan Reynolds. Yes, Ryan Reynolds. As those of you may be aware, Ryan Reynolds is an actor and a producer, but he has also ventured out into multiple different business ventures in his lifetime. He's the owner of Aviation Gin. He's a board member for Match Group Inc., which includes some of our favorite dating sites, such as Tinder, Hinge, and for others, that means OkCupid and Match.com. I don't think we've had any experience there, but we hear they're great. He has recently started a cell phone franchise called Mint Mobile, and he actually has also invested in a soccer club in Wales, Wrexham Soccer. I think overall, Ryan Reynolds has an excellent understanding of business, and he's made money through all of his various ventures, which he's then turned around and invested into other ventures, promoting economic development within our country and also internationally. And he just became a citizen this year, or this was his first election to vote, and I'm not sure when, but he did vote, so he is a citizen now. Woohoo! I actually, I forgot to check that, so thank you. No problem. Okay, I see where you're going. I had a similar path. I nominate Ashton Kutcher. Oh, okay. I think with all of his work in technology and apps growing 
from the beginning of the industry he really knows like he literally was a shark on shark tank like he's aware and very kind of in that innovation technology space he made mila kunis download grinder to kind of see what it was about <laughs> they've done a lot of things with maybe tools and kind of knows a lot about investing in general and kind of what's new he like was one of the original founders of uber i'm pretty sure so similarly and i think that i like a lot of the interviews i hear about him he has strong midwest roots so kind of blue collar working class he has a very in touch side with that even though he has now become a very successful investor and a decent actor oh i think he's a great actor and i think that i think he's good at what he does i think ryan reynolds would be more likely to win the oscar probably no hate ashton kutcher greek life for life i think he would be great i think he's similarly he's very intelligent just if you've listened to him speak over several years about different things whether it was going in front of the senate to talk about child trafficking and apps he's doing with that or how he's explaining inequality black lives matter to his children i think he's really good at articulating things in a way that comes from a place of love and understanding and he really would want to work towards improving the living standards for all americans did i sell you i mean maybe can we give ryan reynolds a job at the department of commerce sure okay he can help with the exports okay i'm sold like how he smuggled pine the united states <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that now the Department of Defense. The mission of the Department of Defense is to provide military forces needed to deter war and protect the security of our country. The department's headquarters are in the Pentagon, and the Department of Defense includes Army, Navy, Air Force, many other agencies, including the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Pentagon Force Protection Agency, the NSA, the Defense Intelligence Agency. Oh, that's it period. <laughs> the Department of Defense is the largest government agency with more than 1.3 million men and women in active duty. Thank you for your service, all of you. Nearly 700,000 civilian personnel and 1.1 million citizens who serve the National Guard and Reserve Forces. And obviously, the only people I would like to trust to run the Department of Defense are the ladies of Wakanda. I don't really think that needs a further explanation. That's who I nominate. Okay, I love it. I totally see where you're going with this. I wasn't able to pick someone who I wanted to definitively run the Department of Defense. I do have a list. I have the Warriors of Wakanda, the Avengers, the Doctor, and Princess Leia. So for those who aren't into that universe, maybe a sub, do you want to kind of run through, we both agreed on Wakanda people, Wakanda citizens, <laughs> excuse me, and then some of the others in that nerdy universe. Do you want to kind of break it down for those who might not be as educated? I have to say, I've only seen Black Panther once, but those women were real badasses and I would trust them to defend my country. Totally. Okay. So the ladies of Wakanda, as Jay calls them, within the world of Black Panther, they are known as the Dora Milaje, which means the adored ones, and they are actually the sworn protectors of the Black Panther. They are an all-female army, and they are devoted to the preservation of his life and the protection of Wakanda's borders, which is a fictional country set in Africa, which is said to have been hidden from the rest of the world and famously never colonized. They are crazy, strong, amazing women. I would totally love to have them as, I don't know, like not even their role would translate to our secret service, but I think that they would actually be more akin 
to SEAL Team 6 or something like that. They're that amazing. And the technology advances they've come up with. Yes. The bubble, as I would call it, shield might be the better term. (laughs) Yes. Their shields, their transportation, their... No, I mean like the shield of like how you can't see the city. Not like the physical shields they hold. Oh, yeah. I know. That's why I went with bubble initially. Oh, okay. You said plural. So I was like, they don't have more than one. Oh, well, I mean, they they have... They implement that technology in multiple places. But no, overall, I think we would do very well to model ourselves after Wakanda. The Avengers, main part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we have come to be familiar with, which includes Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, and the Hulk. I think they would do fantastically as well as part of the Department of Defense, but I don't know if I'd really want any of them to run it. Similarly with the Doctor, who I'm actually spoiler alert, I'm going to go into a little more depth with further down in my slate. I think he would also do amazingly somewhere within the department, but I don't think I want him to run it. Yes, so Jay, I I will seed Department of Defense to you. It is now run by the Dora Milaje. Thank you. Okay, and next up, we have the Department of Education. Pretty self-explanatory. The mission of the DOE is to promote student achievement and preparation for later within our world by fostering educational excellence and ensuring equal access to educational opportunity throughout the country. This department is in charge of administering federal financial aid. They collect and monitor data on America's school systems and then decide whether or not they need to intervene or support with local and state policies on education. And they also work to promote advocacy for the parents and the students. This department oversees for only 4,200 employees, which actually surprised me. And they have a $68.6 billion budget. And my pick for the Secretary of Education is Paris Geller. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I knew that was going to make you laugh. So she's tenacious. That was the other one I saw. Got it. She's tenacious. She's diligent. And she will not let go of something if you set her on a very clear path. I think that this would be a great way to exercise all of her energies in a very constructive way. Okay. Personally, given her track record of excellence, Tilton, Yale, her double doctor degree, she's without a doubt qualified and her commitment to personal excellence would also be a great standard to set for the rest of the department. We've seen her run an SAT program where she made kids cry. We've seen her work in various student government. Okay. I think that her one-on-one interaction where she also tried to de- not dethrone, tried to Oh God, what's what's the, she tried to make Rory resign. I don't remember the term she used originally. Frick. Oh, impeach. There you go. She was trying to impeach her fellow student government official who she made run with her. Okay, I think her one-on-one interaction with students should probably be limited, but I think overall in setting a standard of excellence for schools nationwide, she could do a lot to elevate our educational system. Now, Angela, that was a lovely speech about why you think Paris Geller should be the Secretary of Education. I've had 10 hours to think about this since your power went out, and I have some thoughts. Okay, I'm ready. Paris has a lot of great qualities that I could see really translating for her advocating, learning, being very informed as Secretary of Education, but with her 
Harvard track Chilton going private school life, I feel like she doesn't have the know-how of the public system. And I'm not saying you have to have gone through public school to understand how to run the Secretary of Education or to run the Department of Education. I think growing up as privileged as she did, there might be a disconnect of kind of excellence and how she got to where she did in proportion to kind of equity things. And I think Paris could go one way or the other. Okay, I can see that. I think with the right team, she could definitely be a real asset to the Department of Education. Oh, I definitely agree. I think if she was able to not center herself, I think she would be a really good Secretary of Education. However, my pick for the Secretary of Education is none other than the beautiful-eyed Plastic Posse member, Jesse Williams. The Plastics Posse. Jesse Williams, prior to being an actor on Grey's Anatomy, the shirtless man in the, well, not even shirtless, excuse me, the naked man in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants oh. 2 movie for Alexis Padel's drawing class, he was a whole teacher. What? He was a high school public history teacher. Jesse Williams was a teacher. What? Prior to being an actor. You're kidding. No. And then with his advocacy, his, oh, I think they're called bromojis. I'm really not trying to get canceled right now. I'm pretty sure that's what he called them. And all of his activism work for the Black community and trying to build a more equitable society. I think kind of with his being in Shondaland and his personal history, I think he would be really good and very humble in his experience, but also listening to those around him to get a fair system for all students. Okay, I think you're definitely going to win this one also because I just watched all of the Jesse Williams TikToks and built up in my inbox. So go ahead, take it, Jesse Williams. That's so awesome that he was a high school teacher. I need to learn more about this. Okay, now we are on to the Department of Education. Not, nope, try again. Now we are on to the Department of Energy run by the Secretary of Energy. The mission of the DOE, Department of Energy, is to advance the national economic and energy security of the United States. The DOE promotes America's energy security by encouraging the development of reliable, clean, and affordable energy. It administers funds for scientific research to further the goal of discovery and innovation, encouraging American economic competitiveness and improving the quality of life for Americans. The DOE is also tasked with ensuring America's nuclear security with protecting the environment by providing a responsible resolution to the legacy of nuclear weapon production. So when I was thinking of the Department of Energy at first, I was like, power outage, PG&E, like power. And that's like, oh, nuclear weapons. So basically like, who do I want to entrust with not destroying the whole world or encouraging someone else to destroy the whole world? Exactly. So originally my thoughts for one of the Richards, Richard Gilmore, Richard Weber from Grey's, those are my options. However, you and I were on the phone yesterday and someone much better, out of the box, brilliant minded me thought of, and I actually have two. I'm more passionate about one than the other, but I think both of these people would work. One, Xenon Carr. She literally grew up in space and talked to aliens. Oh my lord. Her parents did all the cool lab things in space. And similarly to her, Phil, Phil of the future, comes from the future. Oh. So he would know when to use, what to use, and technology that we need to get to where he is to not get into nuclear warfare. Hmm. Okay, I like both of those. See, so I think we, we thought along similar lines here. When you had your inspiration, I also had my inspiration. But my nominee for the Department of Energy is Yoda and the Council of Jedi Elders. So Jay, just to get you a little bit up to speed here, within the Star Wars universe, the Jedi are the most well-respected 
powerful, wisest beings that there are. And the Council of Elders are like, and the Council of Elders are the highest of the most high within that. They're devoted to peace, preservation of life, and the balance of the universe through their connection with the Force. So I think they'd be perfect for this department because they have the serenity, the calm, the wisdom needed to make the best choice to the benefit of the most people without a bias based on race, gender, socioeconomic background, or education level because they understand that everyone and everything is important and necessary to our world. Are Jedi's human? They can be. They can be any sort of creature. We're gonna go with creature, human or non-human. And is Yoda the head of the Jedi Council? He is. So when I thought about who I want to carry the football, I think I want Yoda. I might secede this one, but I'm not set completely yet. We'll see any others I have to negotiate with. Okay. I I almost asked if we needed to have a runoff, but that's not how this works. No, it's on the table. Okay. All right. We will mark that to be negotiated later. For our next department, we have the Department of Health and Human Services, and the HHS is responsible for protecting all Americans by providing essential health services, particularly for those who cannot advocate for themselves. They work to prevent disease outbreaks, assure food and drug safety, provide health insurance, and administer Medicare and Medicaid. This department also includes agencies such as the National Institute of Health, Food and Drug Administration, and the Center for Disease Control. Shout out to Dr. Fauci. When I thought of this, I thought that this is such an important position that it might actually take two people just to see that everything is run properly. I know that this is a problem that has spanned decades and decades, but particularly within the last 10 years, people have started to really pay attention to how many people are affected and disproportionately affected by illness and lack of access to proper health services. So there's a lot of work to be done. So I would now like to nominate Dr. Miranda Bailey and Dr. Richard Weber. So I know that when we discussed teams, it had to be people who already worked together, who came as a set. And I think that Richard and Miranda do because for years now, they've worked as a team. Even when she was a resident, they've been work wife and work husband. He's mentored her. She's assisted him when he needs it. And I think that they've, you can't have one without the other right now. I will personally be tweeting Chandra Wilson saying you don't believe in her capability. Because I also put Miranda Bailey, but I felt she could do it by herself. Especially the way she schooled Owen Hunt about diverticulitis last episode. Oh, come on now. I think that, I think she could totally do it by herself as well. But I also think that if they teamed up, they could achieve the level of excellence that we need faster. No. No, just just Bailey. No Richard. No Richard. I say just Bailey. Because my thought process is if you want to get someone else in there with Bailey, I feel like Richard and Bailey, like you say, are very similar. So I'd want like a, I know this is a popular opinion, I'd want like a Karasik or an Amelia who's not going to just give it to Bailey to really make sure we're doing what's best for everyone. Hmm. But not Owen. Like we don't need Owen. No hate to Kevin McKidd. Love the actor. Loved him in Maid of Honor. But Owen Hunt can go. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So originally I thought about giving this over to like Meredith or Christina, but I don't know. I just really like how Miranda and Richard sit together. But we can go with just Miranda. We are on to the Department of Homeland Security, run by the Secretary of Homeland Security. The department is to prevent and disrupt terrorist attacks, protect the American people, critical infrastructure, key resources, and respond and recover from incidents that do occur. 
This is the third largest cabinet and was established after the Homeland Security Act of 2002. There are 22 departments, including Customs, the Coast Guard, Secret Service, TSA, and FEMA. I had a bit of a toughie with this one. I felt like I didn't have anyone perfect enough I could really nail. So I put Shonda Rhimes because I feel like if she's able to put so many eggs and things and spoilers and throwbacks and things to confuse me, she's on top of everything and would have great plans with all of our home turf information. Hmm, that's an interesting choice. I can, I can see it, but I think I might have one better for you. So my nominee for the Secretary of Homeland Security is the doctor. You can't dominate someone in multiple positions. Why not? I mean, I guess. Also, he didn't win his earlier position. Okay, let's hear it. Collectively, the doctor has saved the world, universe, peoples, Christmases, New Year's, and more 256 times that we know of. So there are countless more there. He's been doing this for over a thousand years. And given the fact that he's a time traveler and can move throughout the fabric of space and time however he wants, he could basically be a one-man department. But he does come with many fun companions to also help him save the day. Also, because of the whole time traveler thing, he has the ultimate advantage in intelligence and reconnaissance and if he needs to, he can go back in time for do-overs as many times as he wants if it doesn't turn out the, turn out right the first time. Also, I completely forgot about this earlier when I was prepping, but I do believe three seasons ago, he was voted unanimously the president of the world by the US, UK, and whoever the other people in the United Nations are. Under what context? Saving the world. Like on the show? Yes. Like on the show, they nominated him as president of the world, not yeah. the actual UN. Yes, correct. Okay. Yes, uh, just a blanket little note here. Any of my fictional characters who I'm pulling from, all of the information backing them is fictional as well. Got it. If you were to choose between Yoda and the Jedi Council or the Doctor for this, which would you pick? The Doctor. Okay, then give me energy and you can have the doctor for Homeland Security. Okay, can I make a stipulation that for energy, it's Xenon? Yes. Okay. Communication, negotiation. We should all learn to be better at it. Mm-hmm. Compromise. I know. I think that's one of the things we've gotten better at over the years, too. Here's to more in 2021. Woo! All right, are you ready for our next seat? HUD. Yes, the Department of Housing and Urban Development. HUD is responsible for the policies and programs that address the nation's housing needs. They enforce fair housing laws, establish rent subsidies, mortgage insurance, community development, and public housing. Offices within HUD include the Office of Fair Housing Administration and Equal Opportunity and the Federal Housing Administration. And in total, HUD commands about 9,000 employees and a $40 billion budget. So for this cabinet seat, I would like to nominate Kristen Bell. Ooh! So I would just like to note again, this is based entirely off of her Instagram and interview personality. I think she'd do a superb job. She has an extensive history working with different different philanthropy and activism-based organizations concerning clean water, arts and education programs, and community development and enrichment. So while she doesn't have any sort of direct experience with housing, I believe that she's another candidate that has the right qualities to excel and dive into the position wholeheartedly. And she has the compassion passion, patience, and wisdom to grow and build a team and execute policy with grace. Okay, I see it. So I have two. The first one, the EGOT himself, Chrissy Teigen's husband, John Legend, 
He's super, super smart, skipping multiple grades smart, and EGOT, and is very informed and well-read, and I think he would do a good job. I am basing this off the fact, though, during a lot of this social unrest about racial inequality, he sent out a great tweet that I love about instead of using the term, or instead of real estate agencies getting rid of the term master bedroom with its connections to slavery, even though the connections were based back in the old monarchy in Europe, that real estate companies should focus on showing people of color homes they could afford in whiter neighborhoods rather than just not showing them. Ooh, I like John Legend. And then my second one is none other than California native Mia Mignonette Thermopolis Rinaldi, Queen of Genovia. And this is all based off the fact that she was willing to give up her summer castle to the lovely kids of the orphanage knowing she already had enough homes. Meaning, again, fighting for the equality and the equity of all. Thank you. Oh, that's a really good one. Okay, Queen Mia has been formally accepted. The Department of the Interior. Didn't really know what this was, I'm going to be quite honest, till I started doing this and heard about President-elect Biden's pick and why it was so historic. Same. Didn't really know much about this. The Department of the Interior is the nation's principal conservation agency. Its mission is to protect America's natural resources, offer recreation opportunities, conduct scientific research, conserve and protect fish and wildlife, and honor our trust responsibility to American Indians, Alaska Natives, and our responsibility to island communities. Which is great that we have it. Don't really know what it's been doing all these years, but I think really though now that we're aware, now that we're aware and they have over a 16 billion dollar budget with 70,000 employees and then 200,000 volunteers. Yeah, I think when I was reading through that was the only department that actually took volunteers. A little shout out if my particular friend is listening. They're also in charge of the U.S. Geological Survey and managing the national parks and in protecting endangered species. Okay. I have two again. I think the obvious choice that we all know. Okay. Bill Nye the science guy. (laughs) Especially during these pandemic times, he's really been doing great schooling people on science. And then my other choice was none other than the feisty, amazing activist, Greta Thunberg. Similar path, very into conservation, has a lot of the passion of getting young people excited about conservation and the climate and i think she would do a great job as well i think she would do very well we could pull you and team them up but let's hear who you had to say okay so i actually so i have two you might need to remove one because we didn't get to talk about it beforehand um i have moana of montanui oh she restored the balance between tefiti and teka therefore protecting the land (laughs) wildlife and people of her home and She's also witnessed firsthand the magic of nature. Most often, I feel when I hear people talk about the country's land and its resources, it's all related to the idea of development, not conservation. And I think that by bringing in fresh eyes and the sense of wonder that she has, she could enforce existing policy and bring about reform where needed. And then my second choice, similar to you, I followed uh, close to Bill Nye the Science Guy, but I have Neil deGrasse Tyson. Moana I think is a great choice. I couldn't think of a POC that I, I don't know why I didn't think of Moana. She's genius and she can bring hey hey. It's great. Moana is our Secretary of the Interior. 
Woo! Okay. What's next? So our next department is the Department of Labor. This department oversees the federal programs related to job training, safe workspaces, minimum wage, employment discrimination, and unemployment services. Its mission is to foster and promote the welfare of job seekers, current workers, and retirees by improving working conditions, protecting retirement and healthcare benefits, and monitoring individual state data related to the current workforce. The Secretary of Labor oversees about 15,000 employees and has a $50 billion budget. I wasn't really sure who to put here. My initial thought was Miranda Priestly, and then I thought about that for five minutes and realized that was the worst person you could put in here. Probably the only one worse than Miranda Priestly. Probably the only person worse than Miranda Priestly for this job would be Emily Gilmore. I actually went with Michelle Obama because what can that woman not do? Okay. I'm not going to comment much on this, but I'm going to just skip to who I picked. Okay. Which is my favorite new podcaster, Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. I think she did her collection with... Oh, okay. I think it's like Smartworks or something. I don't know. You'll find it at the fact check where they she worked with women in London or the UK or England about getting outfits and getting ready to re-enter the workforce. I don't know whether it's post-relationship abuse, financial abuse, or homelessness or exactly what it is, but women who... I'm not trying to underplay this, but like the phrase I'm going to go with is down on their luck because I don't really know what particularly this group does Mm -hmm. it'll be in the show notes if you want to learn more about it we'll link it as well it's a company similar to kind of dress for success i'm assuming in the uk and she's kept up with the women helped with interview skills i think she's very well read i think she's well spoken i think it's a nice department for her being who she is that can be relatively non-political i mean obviously she's joined a cabinet so it's gonna be political but it's one of the less polarizing things is about helping get the best workforce we can Mm -hmm. and i think similarly to jesse williams would fight for equity and would also very much listen to everyone's voice at the table especially women i like it i'm surprised like i didn't even think of Meghan markle but i like it as well because and this is why we're only friends <laughs> that's why the best got dropped yep yep we what we had to deal with that when they got engaged i was handed my official demotion because i did not know much about Meghan markle so can i give it to megan Duchess of Sussex. You can give it to Megan. Co-host of the, ooh, Archwell podcast? Yes. I hope that's right. Perfect. Can't wait for that episode to drop. Now, the Secretary of State. The Department of State. Probably one of the most familiar positions we've heard of and generally know what they do. The Department of State plays the lead role in developing and implementing the President's foreign policy. Main responsibilities include the United States representation abroad, foreign assistance, foreign military training programs, counter international crime, and is a wide assortment of services to U.S. citizens and foreign nations seeking entrance to the U.S. The U.S. maintains diplomatic relations with approximately 180 countries, each posted by U.S. civilian foreign service employees, as well as international organizations. There's about 30,000 employees in a $35 million budget. I just have one word for this one, and I'm not even going to really explain it. I nominate Beyonce to be the Secretary of State. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to lose this one. I felt really confident about mine until I heard that. (laughs) Who isn't stunned when Beyonce just is in your presence? She's warm, she's inviting, and I think she'd be really good meeting world leaders in a very nice, proper, but familiar way. I agree. 
And I think she would make sure to engage with all nations and give them all equal respect. And she's Beyonce. So like, who would want to not do foreign policy with Beyonce and then get the beehive up their butt? The what? The beehive? Like her fans? Oh, okay. All right. When I heard that, I thought of like a literal beehive and I was incredibly confused for a moment. I'm with you now. Now you're going to get the beehive to come after you? I know. I I, I promise beehive. Like I, I'm, I'm one of you. I just didn't know I was part of a beehive. I, I know. I know. Everyone's coming for me. Like Drake? The Drake? Yeah. Everyone. This is so bad. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to lose, but I'm just going to tell you. I actually, I nominated Stephen Colbert for Secretary of State. Okay. I thought that when it came to looking for someone who would excel with foreign relations, meeting different diplomats and dignitaries, why not add in a little bit of humor there? He's incredibly intelligent, very well-read, well-cultured, but he also, he has just enough of the obvious humor, but also the dry humor to genuinely like engage with people and make them feel like very smart and intellectual when they get his jokes. So it's just, it's a little bit of an ego boost. I see it. But um, I actually was just watching Stephen Colbert's interview with Megan the Stallion and she was actually describing how Beyonce and Jay-Z had been excellent mentors to her and Beyonce texts her all the time and tells her like, yes, queen, you're amazing. Do you? ignore the haters, own yourself, love yourself. So who wouldn't want that in a foreign diplomat? Agreed. How old is Megan the Stallion? Do you know? Early 20s? Because I believe she's in like her last year of college. I might be wrong about that. I know she was going to college two years ago. Siri, how old is Megan the Stallion? Nope. Oh, I tried. It's all right. We'll put it, we'll put it in the show notes. That's what, that's what this is for. But like, I see where you went with that. A solid A for effort, but Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, Beyonce. It's like what people call like the Uno reverse card. Like you can't, you can't, you can't do it with Beyonce. Mm -hmm. What do we have next? We have the Department of Transportation. This one was a toughie. It, It really was. The mission of the Department of Transportation is to ensure a fast, reliable, safe, efficient, and convenient transportation system for the country's business and lifestyle needs. The organizations within the DOT include the Federal Highway Administration, Federal Aviation Administration, Federal Railroad Administration, and the Maritime Administration. So, for Secretary of Transportation, I nominate Han Solo, purely on the fact that he piloted the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. The end. I'm sorry, was that English? That, that was. That is also Star Wars talk. Um, yes. Also, listeners, if you know Star Wars, I do know that parsecs are not actually a measure of distance. It's a time thing. I, I know. I don't know. They say it in the movies. Is this like Laura? I miss using crow bogs? Well, no, I used it correctly, but it's just, it's something that's kind of taken on a life of its own. Like it's literally a line from the movie in the people versus George Lucas. They have, they've put a new spin on parsec. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. I don't really have much to go off of on that one, but like, sure. I, funny enough, was between two people. I put either Stephen Colbert or Seth Meyers. Purely because they're both, I wanted someone who has experience with public transportation and some of the better public transportation that exists. So who wouldn't want two people who take the New York subway? And even if they don't now, because they're rich, they must have at some point. And I think, like you said, Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers are both well-read, well-educated, and both very kind of like to the point guys where they're like, especially they're like, why are we doing this? This doesn't make sense. 
get out of that. Let's start doing this. I can definitely see that. I think I can also tell you that both of them, though, would yield this position to Han Solo. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Yay, I won one. But for human? For human, they're excellent choices. Well, Han Solo is also human, but he's not in this galaxy. So well, for, 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 for people who have a social security number in reality yes they're top-notch choices okay oh my god i think i honestly think stephen colbert would really love being secretary of transportation he could write another children's book i know that go that goes with the like whose boat is that boat or whatever it's called yes when when we have time for it we'll be sure to do my dramatic reading of whose boat is this boat please don't you love it Jay's heard it twice. Department of the Treasury and the Secretary of Treasury. The Department of the Treasury is responsible for promoting the economic prosperity and ensuring the soundness and security of the U.S. and international financial system. The department operates and maintains systems that are critical to the nation's financial infrastructure, such as the productions of coins and currency, the disbursement of payments to the American public, the collection of taxes, and borrowing funds necessary to run the federal government. Money. The Department of Treasury is money. (laughs) and fun fact in real life we are having our first female secretary of treasury ever i believe i think so i think that's what it is and that's great another great thing is having the man who was able to read a biography of the original secretary of the treasury and make it into a phenomenal grammy winning bajillion tony winning musical lin-manuel miranda my nominee for Secretary of the Treasury. All right, wait, you lost me a little bit. He did what with a biography now? Lin-Manuel Miranda read Ron Chernow, Chernow biography on vacation. And he's like, oh my God, this is a rap musical. Like this is a rap battle. And he wrote Hamilton. He was so inspired by that biography. He wrote Hamilton. So he was inspired by the man who first ran the Department of the Treasury's biography to then create the story of Hamilton. Okay, wait, like, I'm, I'm a little confused, but you're confused, so, like, I'm gonna, we're gonna start again. Okay. Lin-Manuel Miranda read Alexander Hamilton's biography by Ron Chernow on vacation. Oh, I'm with you now. What did I, or you miss? Well, before, when you said he wrote a biography, either you didn't say it or I didn't hear that you said it was about Alexander Hamilton. I thought it was, like, his own personal biography. So I was like, what oh. does his time having to do running the Department of the Treasury have to do with the story of Alexander Hamilton? Got it. Yep, but I'm now with you. Got it. Well, since I edited, I'll make sure I sound correct. <laughs> okay, all right. That, that's a good one. I actually didn't know that about Lin-Manuel Miranda. I honestly have no defense for this one, or at least no good defense. I nominated Don Draper from Mad Men, and I don't- Isn't he super waspy and like Wolf of Wall Street? Okay, I don't know what waspy means. I hear it all the time, and I have no clue. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant? Oh, I mean, maybe? Probably. So I don't know. When I first was reading through the description, his was the first name that came to mind and I wasn't able to think of one better. So I actually tried to look into it and figure out why I was associating Don Draper with the Department of the Treasury. Can't figure it out. I did, however, find several articles similarly related to my train of thought, and they also talk about how they're not really sure if Don Draper works with money, has a lot of money, is good with money, makes sound investments, but there's just something about him that makes people associate him with money and good, a good economy. It's the hair and the suit. Really? 
And the shoes. I mean, I've never seen Mad Men. Maybe the shades. It's John Hamm's character, right? Yeah. I've seen stills, and that's what I get from it. Okay. Some more, like, Wolf of Wall Street Leo vibes. Prior to, like, the crazy, like, when he first starts. Get the lewds! Sorry, guys. That's my favorite line. (laughs) All right. Hello, audience. It's Angela here. As we get ready for our next department, I know I'm going into this one to lose, but, you know, we're just going to fight for it all the way because, as Jay has already expressed, she does not like the character of Dr. Owen Hunt, but he is my pick for the Department of Veterans Affairs, so we'll see how this goes. And for our penultimate department, we have the Department of Veterans Affairs, run by the Secretary of Veterans Affairs. This department is responsible for administering benefit programs for veterans, their families, and their survivors, which include pension, education, disability compensation, home loans, life insurance, vocational rehabilitation, survivor support, and medical care. There are about 235,000 people employed here, and they work with a budget of $90 billion. Also, fun fact, Veterans Affairs became a cabinet-level position in 1989, and we have nearly 25 million veterans alive today, which means that roughly a quarter of the country's total population are eligible for veterans' benefits today. So, for this position. I I know I'm going in to lose because you've already expressed that you don't like this person, but I would like to nominate Dr. Owen Hunt. Owen is a veteran himself, having done several tours of service with the Army as a field surgeon, and he's personally experienced the need for the support systems that the VA offers while also seeing the areas in which services have not been sufficient. He's done firsthand work with vets and support groups for both their mental health and physical rehabilitation, and has worked as an advocate for greater partnerships with other organizations to build more comprehensive support programs outside of the VA hospitals. Okay, I don't hate him here, and I understand the reasons you put him. Okay. I nominate for the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama did a lot of work during her time, and this is the only political adjacent person I put which is one of the reasons I also didn't want you to put her for labor oh my god and she along with Jill Biden created a great organization called joining forces as well during their time Ugh, I think I have to give it to you you just you can't deny Michelle Obama I know but Owen Hunt is a very good second in command they could work together Michelle Obama could work with anyone agreed Wait, did we decide who won Treasury? Oh, technically is no. Don Draper, is Don Draper a good person? I want like someone who is not fighting for businesses, but fighting for the people. Um, like I originally put the sharks on Shark Tank, but I don't think they're fighting for the people. I think they're fighting for the profit. Oh yeah, totally. Um, 60-40? 70-30. Is he fighting for more money or the betterment of people? How, how do you define advertising work? I mean, I guess here's my question. What would Don Draper have done during COVID? Would he sell stocks prior during special briefings? Or would he be out protesting and advocating for science and COVID relief to all Americans and small businesses and people struggling? Now, I'm not giving Lin-Manuel Miranda all of that credit, but I think somewhere in the middle, I think that he would definitely fight to protect small businesses. But keep them open? Or give the money to close. Oh, that's a toughie. So I think this is where all of you come in. Please tell us who you think should be a good secretary of the treasury. You heard our picks and neither one of us are super solid with that one. So we'll leave that one up to you guys. Comment, DM us, text us. If you know us, please don't text us if you don't know us. I know, that'd be a little creepy. 
But yeah, we look forward to hearing what you think. Secretary of the Treasury, we're leaving up to you. And before we get to our final position, the Attorney General, I have some honorable mentions of people I wanted to be in my cabinet and I hope would work very well with the people I have listed already, but I couldn't figure it out. We're going to start with Brene Brown, the person who she started a cult I would love to join. Similarly, Glennon Doyle. Whitney Cummings is just fun, smart. I think she could do well. And I think she wouldn't necessarily be someone I want as a secretary, but she'd be really good second or third in command. Just another voice in the room to play devil's advocate against. The cast of High School Musical, the Queer Eye Guys, the Cullen family, and then the creme de la creme, Disney Circle of Stars, the Circle of Life group, or a dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> Love it. Did you have honorable mentions? I do have honorable mentions and I can't find where I wrote them. I took my notes in like three different places because of the power outage. Oh my God. It's all right. I'll put my honorable mentions in the show notes. Okay. So we are now at the attorney general, the only one not named secretary on this list. The mission of the Department of Justice, the DOJ, who is run by the Attorney General, is to enforce the law and defend the interests of the United States according to the law to ensure public safety against threats, foreign and domestic, to provide federal leadership in preventing and controlling crime, to seek punishment for those guilty of unlawful behavior, and to ensure fair, impartial administration of justice for all Americans. The DOJ has 40 components to the organization, including the DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency, the FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation, U.S. Marshals, Federal Bureau of Prisons. The Attorney General is the head of the DOJ and Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the federal government. The Attorney General represents the United States in legal matters, advises the President, heads the Executive Department of Government, and occasionally appears before the Supreme Court. Attorney General representing the United States, punishing those who are guilty of unlawful behavior, ensuring public safety from threats, foreign and domestic, provide leadership. We want someone smart. We want a great lawyer. We want someone from Harvard Law. We want someone who knows that you can't get a perm wet. I nominate Miss L. Woods to be the next Attorney General of the United States. Yes, I 100% agree. We have the same pick. You said you had multiple, and I was like, how do you have multiple? First, I thought of Elle Woods. Then I actually thought Michelle Obama would be nice here. And then when we originally were trying to make this a little bit more Gilmore-centric, I actually put Mrs. Kim as attorney general. Interesting. Because she would have been an excellent prosecutor. I would have put Paris for attorney general. Oh, that would have been a good one too. But I really liked her in education. Yes, Elle Woods. I think similarly to what we saw in Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde, once she becomes aware of an issue, she's able to advocate for and educate herself on it, such as I think would happen with social justice, LGBTQ rights, single moms, and other political issues. I think once she got informed or aware of the unjust, she would fight for the unjust to become just and not center herself in it, but rather center those being impacted by the unlawful laws. I agree. Elle Woods for Attorney General of the United States. Yay! Our final cabinet slate starts with, of course, Kamala Harris, then Secretary of Agriculture, Jackson Belleville, Secretary of Commerce, Ashton Kutcher, featuring Ryan Reynolds, Woo! Secretary of Defense, uh, Dora Milaje, which I think I'm saying that right, <laughs> the Secretary of Education, Jesse Williams, the Secretary of Energy, Xenon, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Miranda Bailey. The Secretary of Homeland Security. The Doctor. The Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Mia Mionette Thermopolis Rinaldi, Queen of Genovia. Secretary of the Interior. Moana of Montanui. Secretary of Labor, the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. 
Secretary of State, Beyonce, Secretary of Transportation, Han Solo, Secretary of the Treasury, up to y'all, Secretary of Vet Affairs, Michelle Obama, and Attorney General Elwood. We hope this was fun for you guys, a little educational, and if you'd like to send us your slates, we'd be more than happy to compare and see who you guys thought, disagreed with, have a little discourse. Yeah, we can, I don't know, Jay, do you feel comfortable posting them on the Instagram story? Yeah, we'll post our slate. Maybe we'll do a post for it. Well, we'll try to feature something on Instagram so you all can have it in front of you, compare and contrast with us. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. Tune in next week for us to hear. For us to hear. (laughs) And on that note, thank you for listening to this week's episode of In Omnia Paratus. Be sure to tune in next week. But for now, grab your coffee bowls and be sure to rate, download, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at InOmniaPod on Instagram and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. Bye. Bye.